The greatest single season turnaround in NBA history is complete. Banner number 17, soon to be raised to the Raptors. This is the Celtics pregame show with Patrick Gilroy and Jeff Hickman on ESPN New Hampshire. It is the Celtics pregame show right here, ESPN Radio, New Hampshire, ESPNNHradio.com. I'm your host, Patrick Gilroy, Jeff Hickman. Normally I say on assignment this evening, but for those of you that have been listening to Jeff over the years, and, and he and I have been doing this for, for quite some time, know that he is what we would call a rabid Republican. Um, and in the last 16 months, he's become a, a huge Trump guy, one of the biggest Trump supporters that I know. And I know I know quite a few. Um, I, I might be married to one, which has been troubling, uh, but that's a different topic for a different day. Uh, so Jeff being the big Trump guy that he is, I, I believe he's still out celebrating. Um, all I know is that I was I was on assignment. I was uh, I was my full time job had me in Philadelphia, then uh, had me in Baltimore the last twenty four hours, and last night I'm trying to stay awake and, and watch election results. But at at some point between one and two a.m. When it looked like it was going Trump's way and, and you know, Hillary was going to have a real, real hard time uh, making the epic comeback that she needed at that point, I decided to shut it down, go to sleep. I had an 8 a.m. meeting. I'm on the road. It's tough to sleep in a hotel room. Those of you guys that, that travel for a living and sleep in hotels as frequently as I do, I'm sure you can empathize and, and understand. So needless to say, uh, I get a text from, from Jeff. One of many. They started streaming in around around three three oh three a.m. and they kept up until about six because my alarm went off at six fifteen to get up and shower and shave and get ready for my my meeting. My meeting with a with literally a billion dollar corporation that I had to be ready for. I'm just trying to break off a couple pennies off their billion because those pennies add up. But Jeff is still texting me at that point. Um, some of the funniest memes that the internet has ever created came my way at ungodly hours and i talked to jeff on my way to the uh, the airport in baltimore i don't know right around lunchtime today you gonna make it in tonight jeff uh, dude i i don't think so <laughs> he hadn't slept yet uh just he reminded me of my my old college days when i did questionable things with no ethics and and would stay up for two or three days at a time. That's what Jeff was like last night. He was just <laughs> he was in his element doing Jeff Hickman things, celebrating with his people. So he's got a good reason uh, not to be here tonight. This happens normally. I would say this happens once every four years, but what took place last night and what we are about to encounter as a country is something that we may never see again. Yeah. So I'll give the kid his 24 hours, <laughs> let him do his thing. He'll be back with us on our next program. Until then, it's your phone calls at 603-883-9900, 603-883-9900. It is the Celtics pregame show. We're taking you guys right up to tip-off, an early tip-off this evening as the Celtics are on the road uh, facing the Washington Wizards. It's a game I'm looking forward to, uh, if only because the backcourts of these two teams are so dynamic. They're so good. The Celtics right now offensively have the best backcourt in the NBA. That's not my opinion. Those are just the numbers. And Avery Bradley and Isaiah Thomas, Marcus Smart getting healthier by the day coming off the bench. The Celtics have a very dynamic backcourt, but so doesn't Washington. I mean, Washington, we all know it's Bradley Beal, it's John Wall. They are an absolutely electric duo. Uh, so four of the best backcourt players in the league tonight going to share a space in Washington. Two teams in the Eastern Conference trying to do similar things, trying to improve upon playoff positioning for the Celtics and the Wizards trying to get back where they were just a couple of years ago. So it should be an interesting game. 
Look, the Celtics are still facing this uphill battle with the injuries. We'll give you guys an injury update, the latest on Al Horford, the latest on Jay Crowder, and, of course, the latest on Kelly Olynyk. if you were looking for relief as a Celtics fan. If you said, we need a big man, the Celtics are getting killed on the boards. They've got no inside presence, no defensive presence in the paint. The good news is you do have one of your seven-footers coming back tonight. The bad news is his name is Kelly Olynyk, and he's not going to help at all in the areas of need for your Boston Celtics. Maybe he'll stroke a three or two, but this team's already one of the best three-point shooting teams in the NBA thus far through six games. Not really where this team needs help. They need help in the paint. They need help defensively. They need help on the boards. And it's Kelly Olynyk making the first comeback out of these big three guys that are coming back, these rotational players, the Celtics All-Stars, in Jay Crowder, in Al Horford. So the relief that we so desperately need, it's not going to be there tonight, guys. So we'll get into what the Celtics need to do to reverse some troubling trends here early on in the season. I'm not going to be one of these guys that sits here and overreacts and says, oh, they might not even win 48 games. They might be uh, out of the playoffs because I've heard it all. Doing this show, doing the CLNS postgame show, being as in tune to the Celtics fans as my employers force me to be, um, I will say this. There are a lot of people that have already pushed the panic button so prematurely here, and I, I'm here to tell you guys, just calm down. Calm down a little bit. You know, it's, it's very early on. The Celtics have faced massive injury issues. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. I hate to use injuries as an excuse, and by the way, Injuries are not an excuse for the horrific performance the Celtics put up against the Denver Nuggets. Like I said that evening on the Celtics post-game show, okay, you're down some key players. No big deal. I don't mind if you lose the game. It's a good excuse. I'm sorry. It was Marcus Smart's second game back. No Olenek, no Crowder, no Al Horford. You have every reason to lose the game. And if you lose the game but you put up a fight, you showed up, I'm okay with it. The Celtics are not talented enough, even at full strength. Jared Scally, who's just come running into the studio. You look, you look beautiful, by the way. Oh, you look really you. nice tonight. I appreciate that. Pre- hotel to hotel. I listened on the way in. Don't worry. Uh, hotel to hotel to here. Yep. I came here. That's be- your life. It That's is. That's your life in a nutshell. So. It is. Hotel to hotel to, to here. To Celtics. And then I like to sprinkle in my kids and wife occasionally. And but some politics here so and there. Occasionally. Here and there. We might hit it a little bit more tonight. Just a little bit. Between now and the postgame show? I've uh, got the outlet. It may not be a, a political station, but somebody was thick enough, enough to you. give me a microphone. It's and, enough for and you. And there's an audience. So I might take advantage of that, that microphone and that audience. I don't know. Depends on when Justin leaves. Once he's out the door. <laughs> I don't think he'll come running back in, no. but if I start spewing it off now and he's just down the hall, I'll hear a seven-foot frame just come lumbering yes. down the hallway. I don't, yes. I don't want that. No, that's, that's nervous. That's worse than Trump. We're not looking for that. We're not looking for that this evening. What I am looking for are your phone calls. I'm going to bribe you with Celtics tickets. We've got tickets to an upcoming game. I'll tell you the game right now. It's Celtics and the Charlotte Hornets coming up in mid-December, uh, December 16th. We're going to give you guys great seats to the game. It's a pair of Celtics tickets to the second caller we take on the air. You call in at 603-883-9900, 603-883-9900. You call the number. We talk Celtics. I give you tickets. It's very simple. It's not complicated. People it's like not. to overcomplicate these giveaways. We're not doing that here. I'm just handing them to somebody. You're pretty nice. They're, they're actually, I am a nice guy. <laughs> all right? It, With this, yes. Look, I, I feel like because of what took place last night, we all <laughs> have to be extra nice. So... You've got a generous side of Patrick coming out tonight. Uh-huh. Uh, I think uh-huh. that if the uh, masses here in America decide to proactively be kinder and gentler to one another, 
it can overcome what's about to take place in D.C. I, I, I think that we can sort of put that at bay for a little while because we're all being so nice to each other. Hmm. We're all making an extra effort not to put each other down, not to make fun of one another, not to elevate ourselves by stepping on those below us. I'm, I'm not doing anything, you know, talking about anybody in particular here. Sound familiar? What? But what I'm saying is if we all just make a little bit of an extra effort to be a little bit kinder, a little bit gentler, and a little bit more generous, the United States of America will be a much better place to live regardless of who is residing in the White House. So does that mean I have to be kind to Kelly Olenek tonight? Because I, I really don't want to be. You know you don't want to. Neither do I. <laughs> At all. At all. No, I want to sit here and bash Kelly for the next 45 minutes. I will tonight, too, at the postgame show. Uh, and, and you know, it, look, on Twitter today, I love Twitter, but I hate Twitter. People are, like, legitimately excited that Kelly's back. Oh, oh. this is what we need. We need Kelly Olenek. Look, Kelly Olenek's a nice player. When he's 100% and he is, he's doing what he does best, and that's come off the bench, Stroke a few threes, maybe make a couple of decent plays here and there, and limit him to 16 to 22 minutes a night. That is what you want from Kelly Olynyk, Role player. Role, oh, yes. it's, it's role player. Is, and that's okay. It's the role players that embrace their roles as good role players that have long careers. Yeah. But it's those guys that think that there's something more than they really are. He, he thinks there's too much more well, than he is. But I think that that's not all his fault. Well, he accepted a meeting to Kevin Durant's. Meeting. Well, somebody somebody extended the invitation I, I to him. Said, if I was him, if you know your role on this team, you don't go to that meeting. But why did Danny Ainge extend the invitation? I don't know. Can we do this? I don't know. We've done that show like seven times. And it's better every time we do I it. I want to do it again because <laughs> I still don't understand. And I don't understand how Tom Brady shows up looking like a freaking supermodel in his white linen pants and his, his sunglasses oh, and his scally it. cap. Stop it. And then there's going. Kelly in his tie-dye shirt just chilling, just hanging out. He looked good. Sure, a man bun and a tie-dye shirt. That's going to get KD to Boston. That's getting me going. It is the Celtics pregame show. It is ESPN New Hampshire. You want to stream us live, it's ESPNNHradio.com. You find us on your mobile device, your iPhone, your Android device, on the TuneIn app. You just go to your mobile marketplace, find the TuneIn app, and then you will find me. You will find Jared Scaly and the rest of the rotating cast of characters. And when I say rotating, you never really know who you're going to get when you tune in here. No. But you do know that you will be entertained here on ESPN New Hampshire. The number to join us here is 603-883-9900. 603-883-9900. Coming up on the program this evening, we will be joined by the one and only Josue Pavone from WEI and from CLNS Radio. He'll join us a little bit after 6.20 this evening. We'll touch on the Celtics' injuries. Uh, he was in the locker room about 48, 72 hours ago. He'll have the latest on Al Horford and his concussion. He will have the latest on Jay Crowder, where there is some good news on the Jay Crowder injury front. Uh, for those of you that don't pay very close attention like we do, that's what we're here for. It, that's what we're here for. It wasn't the bad ankle from last year. It wasn't a high ankle sprain. So as bad as it looked in the moment, and by the way, it looked really bad. It looked awful. <laughs> it looked yeah, really yeah, bad. It looked bad. It looked I, this, is, this is my professional opinion. It, it looked it terrible. Looked, it looked I didn't think we'd see him to the All-Star break. It looks like he's about a week away from coming back. Yep. Uh, but then again, knowing Danny Ainge and the Celtics and their M.O., Danny could be telling us this for the next six weeks, that he's a week away. Well, we've been getting fireworks for the last two years, so who well, knows what this hey, team. We got fireworks. Kelly Olynyk's making his return tonight. <laughs> All right. It, it's finally it, those fireworks are here. It's a big deal. Look, the Celtics are three and three, Jared. And in all seriousness, we can have a good time with this. There is a little bit of a, a, a an adjustment period that this team was going to have to go through, anyways. Uh, by adding Al, Al Horford, I think that because it looks so seamless throughout the preseason uh, and offensively, anyways, it looked seamless while Horford was healthy and on the court with the starting the starting unit. I think that 
fans sort of forgot a little bit that, well, this is a big addition to a new team. If they lose tonight, they're in tie with the Brooklyn Nets. I see. I, I know that. But, just, just keep that in the back. But we're not going to, that's not going to project for the remainder of the season. I know. It's All right. fun to bring up. And I know that you're not a big Isaiah it Thomas bugs, guy. It bugs you too. But right I now, know. Isaiah Thomas is 50% of the best starting backcourt in the NBA. That's fair. Okay? okay. So, but you don't think he's. Do you think he's going to sustain that? I, I do. Eh. I do, because okay. Isaiah's sustained it for about two and a half years now. Okay. I, that's a that's a big sample. It's not like he's had a hot week, Jared. But playoffs, playoffs, <laughs> playoffs. I'm talking about playoffs, Patrick. But how can we how can we sit here? So, in other words, you're just gonna tune out. Why are you even here producing the show? You should pay no attention to the Celtics until April, right? I'm not listening to you right now. I know you're not. You hardly do. I listen and to Jeff when he's here. That's about it. I, I bet you do. I bet you do. So there's so when much he's here. There, when he's th- and that right there. <laughs> leave it alone. It's the Celtics pregame show. It's ESPN Radio, New Hampshire. I'm Patrick Gilroy. Jeff Hickman not here tonight. Jared Skelly behind the glass. That's the voice you hear chirping in. He is the hater in the room. Always uh, am. A little bit of haterade never hurt anybody. He'll give it to you guys tonight between six and seven. Tip off early tonight as the Celtics travel to Washington to face off against the mighty Wiz and their backcourt in all series. The Celtics have had issues defensively. Right now, they are the worst defensive team in the NBA. That is not what we expected from this Celtics team. This Celtics team was top five in the NBA defensively last year without Al Horford on the roster. So while, yes, it sucks that Al's not here, it sucks that he's going through this concussion protocol and he's not 100%, yet I think most fans expected him back by tonight. It's a little bit troubling that he's not ready to go yet. Are you worried? A little bit. I mean, look, it's not an ankle, it's not a knee, it's not going to keep him out for months on end, but concussions aren't a good thing, right? And you want to make sure that he's mentally 100%. But the longer he's out, the longer it's going to take for this team to gel and become the unit that has been projected to win 52, 55 games, whatever that projection may be, the one that you best self-identify with as a Celtics fan. I promise you it's 50 or more. And the further the Celtics fall back in the Eastern Conference, the more work there will have to do to catch up later on in the season. It doesn't take a, a, a brilliant guy to figure that out. But I will remind fans that you know last year Al Horford was not on this team. And the Celtics were top five defensively with the cast of characters they had last year. With Jared Selinger and Amir Johnson roaming the front court. So you can't tell me that, that this team has gone from top five to worst in the league because Al Horford is out. He wasn't here last year. They were top five. So, Jared, you tell me, how does this team fall so far so fast defensively? Um, I don't know, and I don't know if it's just they're complacent because they know Horford's coming back and they know that that, or is maybe it's because they can't handle the expectations. You know, last year, like we've talked about this before, it's they didn't have expectations last year. They played above where they were supposed to. This year, these people who these players who are mostly role players on a championship team now have expectations to be a top three team in this conference, and maybe that spooks them a little bit, and maybe that's hard for them to get by. I don't believe that. Um, I think a lot of these players are tough enough to get over that, especially Jay Crowder when he comes back, Al Horford. But then again, I mentioned the guys who aren't playing at the moment. So right. th- that's, I think that's half the problem. As much as you don't want to blame injury, especially with the Denver game, because that was a problem, um, I-, I think overall the injuries are the reason why defensively they're not right there. Give them time. I'm not bailing out on this team as, as pessimistic as I can be at times. Um, I think the guys who are not on the floor right now are the reason why you're slumping a little bit. Well, of course. I mean, you have two-fifths of your starting lineup out. And if you go back to game one of the season, uh, four players that, that all play significant roles in their own right on this team, Marcus Smart, Kelly Olynyk, Jay Crowder, and Al Horford, have all missed big chunks of time. Mm-hmm. And when I say big chunks, I'm talking about 
30 to 50 percent of a, of a very young season. I like to throw for months on end here, but all we've got is this six game sample size to work with. Yep. And they've all missed extended time throughout that six games. Not to mention when they've come back, they've all come back at different times. Marcus Smart first guy to come back. Now Kelly Olinick comes back tonight. You're still probably a week or two away from Crowder and you hope sometime between now and Crowder's return, that Horford is back on the floor at full strength. So then once those two guys come back, and let's say it's two weeks from now that both of those guys are back and playing regularly for the Celtics, it's going to take another two weeks following that, I think, for this team to to get back to 100%, whether it be as basic as conditioning for guys like Crowder and Horford after missing a week or two of action, or playing as a unit, playing with some continuity, playing essentially an extended exhibition schedule, finally having 100% of the roster at 100% health ready to play. So, look, this Celtics team last year, I've said it before, I'll say it again, they were 14-14 and 14 through January. Uh, they were a 500 team until things clicked for them around mid-January last year when the Celtics hit their first major West Coast trip of the year last year. That's when things started to gel for that team. The Celtics finished up their final 22 games at home last year, going 19-3, and and that's with the Crowder injury for the last 30 days of the season. So the Celtics really finished last year a lot stronger than they started it. I was hoping, and I think most Celtics fans were hoping, that with the additional year of continuity with the guys on mm-hmm. the roster and the addition of an all-star, you'd be able to get off to a, a faster start. But because of situations out of their control, uh, and injuries are out of their control, essentially, it's going to be a middling 500 team, I think, if they're lucky for the next month or so, until not only are these guys all back and healthy, but they're all back, healthy, in shape, and contributing. Yeah, you might not even see a full potential Celtics team now because of the chemistry, because of the injuries, maybe until the Christmas game, you know, if not after, just because of the, like you said, it takes some time to develop that chemistry again after being on the court, uh, off the court from each other for so long. Jay Crowder, who knows when he's actually going to come back. If he's 100% when he comes back, who knows if they rush him. Um, Al Horford could have symptoms all over again with a concussion out of nowhere. He'd get hit weirdly and be done with it. So, you don't really know what's going to happen with that case of things. I don't know. I'm a big believer in long-term solu- solutions, and I think, obviously, Al Horford and Jay Crowder are long-term solutions. I don't put too much stock into this year. I don't. Like, I, I think this year is going to be fun to watch. I think, overall, they're going to be good. But I think, long-term, this year doesn't mean too much going into the future just because of the fact that, like you said, you have Brooklyn picks, you have all this stuff. Um, this will be fun to watch. I don't expect this team to stay in the basement. They're going to be a good team. They're going to be up there. But I don't think this year means as much as people expect it to. But And, and this is where you and I will disagree, but you know, I, we'll talk about it after the break because it's, it's a, an elongated point that I want to make about this season because you're right. This season in the grand scheme of things doesn't mean all that much. But it means a tremendous amount to the future of certain guys on this basketball team, certain all-stars on this basketball team. A guy like Isaiah Thomas this year is going to make or break Danny Ainge's decision on whether to back up that Brinks truck and give him the sort of money that he's going to command out there when he's a free agent. You laugh at it, but he's, so he's true. he wants it. But he's a max level player. Somebody's going to pay him. Timothy Mozgov got four and sixty-five. Somebody is going to give Isaiah Thomas an all-star that gives you twenty-two points a night. Yeah. A max deal. And Danny Ainge will have to make that decision if that team is going to be the Celtics by the end of this NBA season. It is the Celtics pregame show. I am Patrick Gilroy. He is Jared Scaly. When we come back, we will have Josue Pavone from WEI and CLNS Radio. Until then, your phone calls 603-883-9900. You're listening to ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Stream it live at ESPNNHradio.com. You're listening to Manchester's home of the Boston Celtics. It's ESPN New Hampshire.
Christian and King. One game? Yeah, one game was ridiculous. One? It was ridiculous. You got ripped when you gave Ray Rice two. two. You're going to give this guy one? Yeah, no. It's just, and What's this wrong guy, with you? This guy's really bad. Josh Brown's ex-wife told police of over 20 physically violent yes. instances. Police were called on multiple occasions to the Browns' residence in Washington State, St. Louis, and New Jersey over the years. Ooh, three states. Come on. Weekdays, noon to three on ESPN New Hampshire Radio and streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. We just bought a fixer-upper, and I don't know where to begin. So I went to see Paul at our neighborhood Ace. I told Nate we have everything he needs to help him repair their home, from a wide selection of paint colors, craftsman tools, and the best lawn and garden brands. Ace is the place with exactly what you need, starting with help. Ace Hardware now is a brand-new store in Nashua on Pearl Street downtown. That's right, a brand-new Ace Hardware store in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. Nashua Ace Hardware is a division of Nashua Wallpaper. Do you have a flooring project in mind? Then let the experts at Divine Flooring partner with you to get the job done. Divine Flooring is committed to providing their customers with the best advice and products at the best prices. From carpet to hardwood to tile and stone, Divine Flooring will help you obtain a beautiful new floor that will last a lifetime. Plus, they have a huge selection of area rugs in stock at all times. Come experience the Divine difference. You'll be floored. Located right on Route 101 in Wilton. Call 603-654-5400 or visit DivineFlooring.com. Radio and television have been part of your daily life for as long as you can remember, so why not make a career out of it? Visit NHAB.org, the online home of the New Hampshire Association of Broadcasters, to learn more about over-the-air broadcasting. Interested in pursuing a career in radio or television? Whether it be on the air or behind the scenes, many Granite State stations are looking for motivated people just like you. Visit our online job bank at NHAB.org to view current job openings and even post your resume for potential potential employers. You can also access a list of upcoming job fairs in New Hampshire as well as NHAB-sponsored events. Students, if you're studying over-the-air broadcasting, apply for the NHAB Student Broadcaster Scholarship and learn about available internships at local stations. It's easy to navigate, full of useful resources, and it's only a click away. NHAB.org, the online source of Granite State Broadcasting. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? (laughs) It's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. Greenergadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? Greenergadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. Imagine this. Your 14-year-old daughter and her best friends are maybe getting ready to go out. They're maybe upstairs in her bedroom with music playing. They're laughing, maybe trying on clothes, putting on too much makeup, and maybe taking sips of vodka straight out of the bottle, which they might tuck into someone's purse to take to a party. Imagine your kid doing that. It may be hard to imagine, but it is happening. New Hampshire has a big alcohol abuse problem, 
In fact, New Hampshire ranks second in the nation for binge drinking among 12 to 20-year-olds. Second, you can check the stats at checkthestatsnh.org. As parents, we want to protect our kids, but we have to start now before it's too late. Learn how you can make a difference in your child's life at checkthestatsnh.org and help the Partnership for a Drug-Free New Hampshire start the conversation today. Corporal John Vale was on patrol when his truck flipped. I realized I can't move my legs. When John arrived at the VA, Paralyzed Veterans of America was there to advocate for him and help John with his claim. PVA has helped hundreds of thousands of veterans get the care and benefits they've earned, and their service is free. If you need help with a claim or just navigating the system, contact us at pva.org. You like what you hear? Now you can read it with daily blogs on ESPNNHradio.com. It is the Celtics pregame show right here. ESPN New Hampshire, ESPNNHradio.com. The number, number to join us here, 603-883-9900, 603-883-9900. Don't forget, guys, we have got Celtics tickets for you this evening. The number to join us, 603-883-9900. The second caller we take on the air, you come on the air, we talk Celtics, I give you tickets. It's really It's a good deal for you. I mean, you guys are the winners in the deal because I give you Celtics tickets. You just come to the station. You pick them up. They're great seats. Uh, it's a mid-December game against the Charlotte Hornets. Guys, if you guys want to book your holiday party at a Celtics game, it is a fantastic time. The Celtics will hook you up. What they'll do is get you guys a sweet rental. Your group can enjoy your own private space, uh, exclusive amenities, which means you have your own bathroom, a dedicated bathroom in each one of those. That's a, necess- that's a necessity. They say exclusive yeah, uh, necessities, amenities. But I'm telling you, that's what they mean. You're not sharing a bathroom space. It's all yours. It's like a little it's a little apartment with your own bathroom. So little, you, little studio. You can't lose. You book your holiday party. You get your own bathroom along with other amenities there. Uh, the Celtics will treat you guys to a great time. You want to learn more about it by hosting your holiday party. You go to Celtics.com or you email sales at Celtics.com. So tonight's Celtics ticket giveaway, once again, brought to you by the Boston Celtics. Plenty of good tickets still available. Just go to Celtics.com or call 1-800-4-NBA-TICKS. On the guest line right now, the one and only Josue Pavone. Josue joins us from WEEI and CLNS Radio. I had to talk to Josue because I watched his post-game report the other night uh, live from the garden floor, and I figured Josue was the guy to turn to, seeing that he was in the locker room at the garden uh, about 72 hours ago when the Celtics had probably their most disappointing loss in the Brad Stevens era, and I don't think that's overstating it, Josue. No, that's not overstating it at all, Patrick. Not at all. Uh, for complete forty-eight minutes, yeah, I think that's that's easily uh, that that's it. So, <laughs> that's so how bad it was. What was the what was the mood and the temperature like in the locker room? I, I you know the. The video of Isaiah Thomas made its way out to the mainstream media where he was essentially blaming it on the team, blaming it on himself, uh, the effort or the lack thereof. But other guys, aside from the face of the franchise, uh, do they care right now? Did it look like they cared following a zero-effort performance? Yeah, they care. They care a lot, Patrick. I mean, these guys, they they were talking to us, and you can just see the looks on their faces. They were 
uh, very down. Um, one guy I thought was who had a really uh, interesting response was Avery Bradley. Now, Avery Bradley after the game, he's he kind of unlike unlike Isaiah, who said like I have to do more, I have to find a way to, to inspire these guys. Avery Bradley is more on the on the other side of the fence, saying like we need more help. I you know can't be the only one that's putting all the effort in. We all need to do more, whereas Isaiah was sort of saying, it's on me. I need to find a way to inspire these guys. So when you talk about Avery Bradley and, and his sort of cry for help, I, I don't blame him on one hand. But on the other hand, you know, we could sit here, and we've done this on the post-game show just way, we could sit here and very easily blame a disappointing loss against the Nuggets and the Celtics' overall record at 3-3 three and three being disappointing. We could turn and look at the injuries and say, okay, right now it happens to be Crowder and Horford two-fifths of their starting lineup. And if you take a a further step back and a larger snapshot of what's going on, Josue, you've also got the the Marcus Smart injury to start the season, the Kelly Olynyk injury to start the season. So the Celtics, essentially, through six games, have been without four of of their top eight players, let's say, two of them being much more instrumental, much more vital to this team's overall success in Crowder and Horford. But injuries are certainly a legitimate thing to blame the Celtics' lack of success on. But as we started the show today, the point that I made and the point that I will continue to make, Josue, is that last year's Celtics team was a top-five defensive team in the NBA. And Al Horford was playing in Atlanta. So yes, you can sit here and and sort of point the finger of blame on the fact that, well, Horford's out. They brought him in to be this defensive guy. He's not here. Clearly, they're not going to play as well without Al Horford. But that doesn't explain the lack of effort. And I think that's what's most troubling. The one thing we've come to love and know about Brad Stevens' teams, going all the way back to his first team here three years ago, the team that won, what, 26 games, the city of Boston fell in love with that team because they put the effort in. They weren't even sniffing 500 at any point through that season. Playoffs were a pipe dream. But the town fell for that team, and the NBA fell for Brad Stevens. That's when he started to get the respect and be named one of these top I don't know, a handful of coaches in the NBA as his team was winning only 26 games because his team gave max effort all the time. This is becoming a trend. This Nuggets game was not the first time this year where the Celtics played with less than inspiring effort. No, no, it wasn't, Patrick. And, and it's, it was frustrating from Brad Stevens' standpoint because he's that's, that's the, the number one thing you've been complaining about is the effort, the uh, giving up offensive rebounds, hustle plays, uh, second-chance opportunities like that Denver got. You know, I mean, these are, these are things that, like, we're not used to seeing this, you know. And, and one thing that uh, Steven said that I thought rang true is the fact that because they're playing so well offensively that maybe they may, they may be getting ahead of themselves, maybe thinking that, oh, okay, well, we can always just come back and, and, and go on a run like they did against Cleveland. And I think that was a bit of fool's gold, you know. Um, you see how they lost that game against Cleveland, and you say to yourself, okay, well, you know, no Jay Crowder, no Al Horford. Uh, they nearly erased a 17-point deficit in the fourth quarter. You know, that was one heck of a comeback that got cut short. However, you know, these guys are shorthanded. I think they went into Denver thinking to themselves, okay, we know that we can compete with the best, and they were going up against a Denver team that just got their their butt handed to them over in uh, Detroit. You can say ass is kicked. It, it is. It I is. Can, okay. You can. Yeah, you, can say, you can <laughs> say <laughs> that. You're yep. good. <laughs> okay. Well, they got their, they got their asses handed to them, and they just caught them at the right time when the Celtics were sort of 
kind of uh, thinking that they're going to go in there and, and they're going to, it's going to be an easier game for them being back at home. All right, so let's talk about the injuries here. Uh, some pretty good news on the injury front tonight. Looks like Kelly Olynyk is going to make his season debut. Again, we started the show talking about Kelly. Yes, he's a seven-footer, but no, he does not address the Celtics' uh, rebounding concerns, their lack of a defensive presence concerns, their inside presence concerns. Not good. It, you know, so yes, the good news is a seven-footer will be uh, rejoining the active roster tonight. The bad news is he doesn't address any of the Celtics major concerns that being no. said I, it, it, it's better to have him on the floor than James Young so we'll take that as a positive that Kelly Olynyk comes back tonight talk to me about Crowder talk to me about Horford Horford we all know this is what his third game out with the uh, with the concussion most thought he would be back by now but he still has not been cleared uh, through the NBA's concussion protocol what are you hearing inside the locker room what are you hearing around the team in regards to an anticipated date in which we can expect Al Horford to rejoin his team I'm hearing Friday is a, it's a strong possibility. It's not set in stone, but they're really aiming for Friday at home against the Knicks. Uh, they have back-to-back uh, road games, you know, so they, they would love to have him on the trip. They're aiming for Friday. If not, hopefully he joins them on the road trip. But, again, these things are tricky, man, with the 24-hour uh, NBA protocol concussion. I mean, he has to show no signs of a concussion, so that's, that's always difficult to, to project. As for... As for Crowder, I don't honestly. They're telling they're saying two to three weeks, but I don't think we're going to see Crowder until until December, at least December, um, three to four weeks. I want to say, but again, uh, I, I caught the tail end of your, your last segment where you're talking about not rushing Crowder, and I I think Celtics are at that point right now. They're not trying to rush Crowder in. Uh, Jalen Brown's just showing signs that he can handle the minutes. He had a Really bad outing against the Nuggets, but he's him and between him and Derepko, I think Brad Stevens has enough confidence in these guys that they can give them Crowder's, Crowder's minutes and, and not be so worried going forward for at least the next couple of weeks. It's the Celtics pregame show you're listening to right here on ESPN Radio New Hampshire. You stream us live at ESPNNHradio.com. It's Patrick Gilroy. No Jeff Hickman tonight. Jared Scaly behind the glass. On the phone with us right now is from WEEI and CLNS Radio, Josue Pavone. Josue, before we let you go tonight, there was a bit of a bright spot in the Denver game, and I wonder if it's going to translate and we'll see more of Demetrius Jackson as these other Celtics still aim to get healthy. Demetrius comes out, scores eight points. Looks like the spotlight doesn't really affect him so much out there. Look cool, calm, collected. And he did give the Celtics max energy, and he did go out there and provide a spark if there was a spark to be had in that Denver game. Do you think we'll see a little bit more of Demetrius as things go along here, or is that sort of a, you know, in extreme circumstances uh, call up from the bench? I think if you see Demetrius Jackson in a situation where the Celtics aren't blowing out their opponent, then that, that, that's not going to be a good situation. I mean, if you see Demetrius Jackson out there, I think it's because the Celtics will be down by a lot, and they're just going to look for something coming off their bench. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Brad Stevens puts out tonight. There's no decision on the starting lineup. Uh, we know we've seen Jalen Brown, but he's saying that that's not set in stone. So there may be a chance we, we may see Jarepko, maybe, maybe not. Um, I think he's looking for some more energy off of his bench. I think the biggest problem, of course, is the defense, and I think he's trying to get the best lineup that he can to counteract uh, the Wizards, who, of course, uh, you know, rebounding is always an issue, and uh, Marcin Gortat is up to, I believe, about 12 rebounds a game right now. But, um, yeah, this is a Wizards team that's really hungry for a win, guys. You know, they're 1-5 they're entering tonight, and uh, they're at home, and they're going to they're gonna give the Celtics the best they got. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Stevens puts out as a starting lineup. 
And again, you know, all we're looking for is a better effort. And I hate to, to dumb it down that far, but from what we've seen from the Celtics through their first six games, their effort has been so inconsistent, not just game to game, but quarter to quarter, lineup to lineup. So what I'd like to see is a straight 48 minutes of maximum effort, and if they come out on top, they come out on top. I don't think that's too much to ask from a team that has made its name and made its reputation on the fact that they play a full 48 and they give you max effort. You find Joe Sway over at WEI, you find him on CLNS Radio doing the post-game show, doing some garden Report stuff live from the garden. Uh, you can't miss him. He's everywhere. Joe Sway, how do these guys find you on Twitter? Uh, guys, I'm at, uh, at Joe Sway. That's Joe underscore uh, S-W-A-Y one zero. There he so is. You can catch me there on Twitter. Um, yeah, this is a big game, guys. I, I, I really think so. Um, the Celtics enter this game as the third, um, third in the NBA for most points allowed. That's something I never thought I was going to be able to say this season. I know it's a small sample size, but it is not the place the Celtics want to be. If they want to uh, eventually reach the top, the top of the uh, or somewhere near the top of the Eastern Conference, so uh, I think this game is going to be big for them moving forward. Just trying to stay above 500 right now, Joe Sway. We appreciate you yeah. taking the time. You find him on EIA, you find him on CLNS, you find him on the Garden Report. That's Joe Sway Pavone. Honestly, I forgot what his Twitter is, but you can find him. Just look him up. <laughs> find him on CLNSRadio.com. Find him on EI.com. You can't go wrong with Joe Sway. The kid knows his stuff. It is the Celtics pregame show. I am Patrick Gilroy. He is Jared Scaly. When we come back, I'm going to desperately try to give away these Celtics tickets. If you don't want them, I'm going to take my kids, but I'd rather give them to you. 603 883 603-883-9900. I'm going to change the rules because we're down to 20. This is the fastest hour in radio. It, it, we're down to 20 minutes. It's, it's, but it's 20 minutes left in the program. How does that happen? So instead of the second caller, Josue took up a chunk of time to the next caller, the first caller. If you are in your car, you're at home, you want free Celtics tickets, you call 603-883-9900. All you have to do is pretend to like basketball and engage me in a false conversation. I don't care at this point. It, it, we're very, we're very nice people. Super nice. He's being super nice. You turned the mic on there, too. That was a good step in the right direction. Right? I know. Mr. Producer, I didn't it's your to job to press the right buttons, and you finally did. Yeah, that happens sometimes. It, it does happen sometimes. 603-883-9900. It is the Celtics pregame show. We come back. Celtics tickets for you. Until then, I'm Patrick Gilroy. He's Jared Scally. That was Joe Sway. Stay tuned. Hey, Chelsea, guess what? I found out my friend at school is going to be moving into a new house. Oh, really? That's cool. Where is she moving to? They don't know yet. They're still looking. Do you think they'll ever be able to find a house? Oh, sure. Especially if they go to see Daddy at Pinnacle Mortgage. Right, Isabel? That's right, Chelsea. They'll get low rates, great service, and many options to choose from. You see, Pinnacle Mortgage offers FHA, VA, USDA, conventional, and New Hampshire Housing First-Time Buyers Program. Right, Owen? That's right. So, Maddie, you should tell your friend's parents to go see Dad and the staff at Pinnacle Mortgage. Pinnacle Mortgage. Call 603-518-7900. Pinnacle Mortgage. 65 Market Street, Manchester. And online at PinnacleMTGCorp.com. Pinnacle Mortgage. NMLS number 132-3739. Licensed by the New Hampshire Banking Department. Connecticut Mortgage Broker License number MB 132-3739. Main Loan Broker License number 132-3739. Heard Stranson. NMLS number 22202. Equal housing opportunity. PinnacleMTGCorp.com.
With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers and all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit Apple Therapy. TrySofi.com is the smart, easy way to save money on your student loans. Now they want you to know about the smart, easy way to save money on your credit card debt. That's with a TrySofi.com personal loan. If you're hardworking, in a good job, and have great credit, but you have credit card debt, a TrySofi.com personal loan with their low fixed rates and no fees is the smart alternative to credit cards. The national average interest rate on credit cards is over 15%. In most cases, you can cut your interest rate in half with SoFi. Find out how much you can save by going to TrySofi.com. That's T-R-Y-S-O-F-I.com. SoFi lends up to $100,000. Checking your rate will not affect your credit score. Go to TrySofi.com. That's T-R-Y-S-O-F-I.com for low fixed rate personal loans with no application or origination fees. Terms, conditions, and state restrictions apply. California Finance Lender Law License Number 6054612. six one two. NMLS Number 1121636. Do you really fly? lost after you brush? If you don't, you're not alone. I'm Risa Jill Miller. According to a new Harris poll for the American Academy of Periodontology, or AAP, over a quarter of U.S. adults lie to their dentists about how often they floss. And flossing is important, especially in Los Angeles, where locals say a smile's the first thing they notice in someone they're attracted to, versus folks in Chicago or Houston. Dr. Joan Otomo-Cordial, AAP president in L.A. The AAP recommends flossing at least once a day, brushing your teeth and below the gums twice a day, and receiving a comprehensive periodontal evaluation to prevent periodontal disease, which can cause tooth loss and increase your risk for other diseases. The survey also shows that a third of Americans would rather wash dirty dishes or sit in traffic than floss. How can we take action? The good news is, with timely and proper care, gum disease is treatable and often reversible. A periodontist has the training and expertise to help determine the right treatment. So love the gums you're with and log on to perio.org for a periodontist near you. Hats, t-shirts, hoodies, and more are now available at ESPNNHradio.com. Get your gear today. It is the third and final segment of the Celtics pregame show. You want to stay tuned when the show's over here on ESPN Radio New Hampshire. Grandy and Max will, will immediately right away. follow me, like right away. Tip off at 7 o'clock tonight. So for those of you guys used to a bit of a buffer between my obnoxious voice and Grandy and Max, there's no buffer tonight. We go right in, we roll right in to uh, Celtics Wizards. Celtics come into tonight 3-3, three and three, a disappointing 3-3. Three and three. We've touched on the reasons why. Even more disappointing, the Washington Wizards. They're 1-5 they're and five going into tonight. And you have to believe that that veteran-laden Wizards team, and they are a veteran-laden team with some very good players. And you forget the previous uh, Joe jo Sway brought up Mart- Martin Gortat. He's been a Celtic killer, yep. and he's one. He's exactly, by the way, what the Celtics need: an aggressive front court player who's comfortable being a good rebounder, good shot blocker, comfortable living in the paint, doesn't try to stretch to three all that often. He's like exactly what the Celtics need, <laughs> and he's going to be their nemesis tonight. There'll be a problem with Gortat, but he's a talented front court player to go alongside their very talented back court. The Wizards 
project themselves as a playoff team. They don't want to fall further behind 500, further behind the eight ball. And you know that the Wizards believe tonight is a very winnable game on their home floor against what has been an injury-riddled, disappointing Celtics team thus far this season. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you could always steal Martin Gortat, give him a New Jersey, put him in the locker room tonight, make him play for us. That could be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be good. Um, look, I... I think it's going to be a tougher game than people are giving the Wizards credit for. They're a better team than their record. We know we know that. Yep. If you watch basketball at all, you know that. Um, I think they've been disappointing since Pierce left. But that being said, I think they're still a decent team, and they should be able to make some noise in an Eastern Conference that's not that deep. Yeah, they're about a 500 team, right? Yep. Somewhere between 40 and 44 wins is where I projected the Wizards to be, which is substantially worse than where we projected the Celtics to be. But those teams, those 40 to 45 win teams, when they're at home and they play hard, they can be tough to beat. Yep. Look, the Celtics last year, there's a lot of goodwill built up from last year. Now, people forget that last year's Celtics team did lose to the Nets twice, did lose to the lowly Lakers once. It wasn't 82 games of max effort all the time. There were some stinkers there last year. Yep. The, the issue here is... We hope that the stinkers the Celtics have put up this year, and when I say stinker, I don't just mean the game against the Nuggets. I mean literally quarter to quarter, lineup to lineup. You'll see the starters go out there and play with max effort, and the bench come in and lose big leads. It's been a trend. Yep. Um, that's the trend that's most troubling to me. But again, you know, this team, even with the injuries, should be able to go into Washington if, if giving the effort that we've come to expect from the Celtics, assuming that effort, they should be able able to knock off a Wizards team tonight. But those 40-45 to 45 win teams generally are, are pretty damn good at home, and generally that's how they make the playoffs because they've got a stronger, much stronger home record than road record. Right? That's the MO in the NBA. Yeah. It's not complicated. So this game is certainly not a given tonight, but you're right. The Celtics have got a bit of a not difficult opponent-wise, but their schedule remains challenging. They have tomorrow off. They travel home for a game against the Knicks, another team with a disappointing record, but much more talent on their roster than the the record would indicate. Then it's back-to-back with travel going down to the, see the Pacers. And what Larry Bird has done there, that team is not gelled yet, well yet, but they're another team loaded with talent in the Eastern Conference. The Celtics have to somehow find a way to win two out of these three games and continue to hover around 500 until they get their reinforcements back, until Jay Crowder comes back, until Al Horford is cleared from the NBA's concussion protocol. So that's that. I mean, that's the Celtics in a nutshell through the first two and a half weeks of the regular season. We are here uh, before each and every Celtics game that you hear on ESPN Radio New Hampshire doing the Celtics pregame show. You'll also hear Jared and myself doing the Celtics postgame show quite often. Tonight. Uh, tonight on CLNS Radio, clnsradio.com. This is ESPN New Hampshire Radio, ESPNNHradio.com. One of my favorite things about doing the ESPN New Hampshire show is the deal we have in place with the Celtics. I love giving Celtics tickets away. So that's what we're going to do right now. I promise promised you guys the first caller we take on the air tonight at 603-883-9900, 603-883-9900. We'll receive a free pair of Celtics tickets, a gift from me, a gift from Jerry. So sweet. And a gift from the Boston Celtics to you, and I believe the you is DJ, and he's in Nashua. You are first up, probably last up, <laughs> on the Celtics pregame show this evening. Congratulations, DJ. Hey, how you doing? I'm I'm great. How, how are you better? Doing? Yeah, uh, you know I, I I I would love to go to Celtics game. I haven't seen a Celtics game since uh, I don't know Bird, Parrish, McHale, and that was a preseason game. It's the only one I've ever seen. So you have you and ever been? Love you been to the no, New Garden? It's the only time I've ever been. Wow. To a game. 
Wow. And I would absolutely love to go to Oh, you're going to. All right, you're going to go to see the Celtics uh, face off against the Charlotte Hornets on December 16th. So what we're going to do, and stay on the line. I, I want to talk to you for a moment, um, yeah. but I'll, I'll just give you the instructions now. When you hang up the phone tonight, just know, rest comfortably, sleep easy, knowing that your tickets will be left here at the studio. Uh, Jared will give you the, the address, or you can find it online. It's ESPNNHradio.com. You come in during normal business hours, somebody here will have your tickets, uh, DJ, so congratulations on the win tonight. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. So are you, and, uh, are you paying attention? Where? Are, are, are you paying attention to this year's team? Or not you, really. Not really. Well, <laughs> I work in a box. I work in a bar, and it's, you know, it's good. I get okay, it. Go ahead. No, you work at a bar. You you, you got to work during during game time. I get it. But you know, oh, I, yeah. I I will say this for for a guy that I assume you did watch the those teams with Bird, McHale, Parrish, DJ. Uh, for right. for a guy that that sort of got to know the Celtics better back then. Assuming by the time you go to this game in December, I think you'll really appreciate this year's team. Appreciate what they uh, mm-hmm. have to bring because much like those late '80s teams, those mid '80s teams that played incredibly hard, uh, really dialed in on the defensive end, and a team that really got the best out of the talent on the roster. This team has got a lot of that in common. Uh, Brad Stevens, oh, is, absolutely. he's done a masterful job. With, I mean, with, with Olink and Thomas, and, I mean, these guys are, they, they get a lot of potential. They absolutely do, and you're going to see that potential firsthand to, uh, in about a month. It's awesome. So congratulations. Enjoy the game. Tell your friends at the bar about the show. Uh, you're a Celtics fan. If they are Celtics fans and you're at the, the bar tending bar and they're watching the game, say, look, I know this great Celtics pregame show. It's before each and every game that's heard on ESPN Radio New Hampshire. The kid's name is Patrick Gilroy. I say kid, but I'm pushing 40. I'm closer to 40 than I am 30. That's how long I've been doing this. Old man. This is the highlight of my career right now, giving DJ Celtics tickets. 603-883-9900. 603-883-9900. There is still room for you right here on ESPN Radio, New Hampshire. It's getting darker earlier, so if the signal is fading, it is AM radio. You find us at ESPNNHradio.com. Better yet, you find us on the TuneIn app, so you're in your car, you're hanging out. Uh, you find us on the TuneIn app. You can be driving and listening to us all at the same time with the miracle of, blue, of Bluetooth. It, it's really it's, it's pretty simple to do, and it comes in crystal clear. Uh, it challenges any FM signal that you could ever imagine. We come booming through your car stereo, so it, there's many ways to find us here on ESPN Radio New Hampshire. Look, we do have fun on the show and I think on, on nights like tonight, it's important to have fun because sports truly is an escape mechanism for so many people. Uh, there's been some very real stuff happening in our world. And whether you are a Republican or a Democrat, a uh, Trump fan, a Hillary fan, or a disenfranchised uh, political guy like me, where neither one of these guys really came off as the right candidate for the job, uh, it's great to be able to lean on sports and sort of forget about what's going on in the real world sometimes. So yeah, the Celtics have injury issues. They're disappointing at 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Key contributors are, are missing significant time due to injuries. I'm worried about Crowder's ankle after what we saw last year with his other ankle. Even when he came back, he wasn't 100%. I always get worried when somebody's down with literally a brain injury because, as Jared said earlier in the game, you know, in theory, Horford should be able to come back without issue. But that first... 
few weeks back from a concussion, it's very it's very touch and go. One wrong hit to the head, one wrong punch to the jaw, it, it, things could get bad for Horford, and he could miss extended time. So, you know, concussions are never they're never good. And while they may be better in the short term than tearing your knee apart or turning your ankle or some sort of pectoral or shoulder injury that keeps you down for extended months on end, as we've learned. Over the years in the NFL, uh, prolonged concussions, uh, multiple concussions lead to serious life-altering and life-changing uh, events later on down the line. So let's hope that this is an isolated incident with Al Horford. Let's hope that he comes back this Friday like Josue Pavone said that he would. And let's hope that it's just a, a short blip on the radar uh, that we'll look back on at the end of Horford's contract four years from now and say, remember when Horford got here, he missed the first few weeks with a concussion? I, I hope that's what it is. I think that's what it will be. I think that fans have a tendency to overreact, especially when it's not only a star on your team, but it's a new star. Everybody's anxious to see what Horford could bring to the table. Everybody's anxious to see this Celtics team perform at, at its full capacity, uh, night in and night out. And, and it's been disappointing that even going back to opening night against the Brooklyn Nets, a, a game that the Celtics had in hand more than once, a game where the Celtics should have won by 20, 30 points, and that's no exaggeration. Yep. The Nets made it all too close in the closing seven or eight minutes of that game. So it's been a trend through six games. Celtics, and that, that leads to the anxiety Celtics fans are feeling right now. They want some reassurance that their team really is as advertised. They want to be reassured that their team really is this 50-55 to 55 win team competing to play against the Cleveland Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference Finals. Celtics fans want to see that. And they know they'll, they won't see that for quite some time now. Even when Horford and Crowder come back, it's not going to look right for a couple of weeks. So we've had to wait the entirety of the NBA offseason uh, some will say those fireworks that they were expecting never came. Disappointing draft. Uh, they get their plan B, but are, they strike out on their plan A. I blame that on Kelly Olynyk. Uh, you know, it's, been, it's been a bit of an uphill climb here for the Celtics. And, and because of that, and because of the long wait, and because of the increased expectations, these first few weeks with the injuries and the, the inconsistent play and the lack of effort – I think that they're hitting home a little bit harder than they, than they normally would. They're creating a little bit uh, more anxiety for Celtics fans than it normally would. And that's okay, because this, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't mean all that much. It's fun to escape and worry about you know, Horford's concussion and worry about Crowder's ankle. But in reality, after what we've all experienced as a country, hmm. as a collective group uh, in the last 24, 48 hours... It's very, it's relieving for me, and it's stress relieving for me to be able to go home when I leave here tonight and sit on my couch and not think about Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton and you know everything else that's going on and sort of zone out from that for a little while. And that's why sports are so important to the American culture, to, to to people everywhere, all over the world. But in America, it's our top four sports, and people lean on those sports. They depend on those sports. So whether the Celtics win or lose. You want to see a good effort tonight. It, everybody knows they're undermanned. That goes without saying. But the Celtics can't repeat the effort of that Nuggets game or the lack of, of effort in that Nuggets game and expect to win any games in the NBA, be it against the best team in the league or the worst team in the league. So the Celtics tonight face off against a middling team in the league. It is the Celtics. It is the Wizards coming at you live from D.C. Uh, Tip-offs in about 10 minutes with Sean Grandy and Cedric Maxwell. 
It's going to be a fun game, an exciting game, a game where Kelly Olynyk makes his much-anticipated return to the Celtics roster. Their front-court problems have all gone away. So if you're worried about Donald Trump, don't worry. Kelly Olynyk, the Canadian, is back to save the day. <laughs> I'm Patrick Gilroy. He's Jared Skelly. We'll see you guys again real soon.